When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome everybody into another edition of the PHNX Sun Show. I'm your host, Greg Esposito. Ahoy hoy. And we are brought to you, as always, by our friends over at DraftKings. Bet $1 on any football game this weekend. Get $200 in free bets when you use that sweet, sweet code, PHNX, when you sign up for the app. I'm just going to work sweet, sweet in anytime I can on this show now. Joining me, as always, I'm going to say it again because I just enjoy saying The it. Emmy, Emmy award-winning award Lindsay Smith. Hi, guys. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. I do. You're too kind. A, a man who hopes we win an Emmy one day. He's the general manager. It's all both men. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and Gerald, I don't know how you're going to top that. I'm don't not doing, I'm not doing any of that. Uh, people say I'm old. I might as well throw in something that's, you know, old. <laughs> this is true. So a tip topic of the, of the show. We always have one of these. I'm going to start it off right here with one that uh, you guys haven't heard. I'm just going to come up with it on the spot here. Would you rather be able to hit a shot from the logo or posterize a guy on a regular basis? Posterize a guy. 100%. That's not even close. Am I allowed to be entered in the halftime competitions where I win like seven thousand dollars? I'm I'm gonna win seventy seven thousand dollars. If you're good from hitting it from the logo, you should be making more than seventy seven thousand dollars. <laughs> I feel like in today's game, the hitting it from the logo is gonna make you a heck of a lot more money than dunking on a guy on a regular. But basis. we didn't talk about like all the you know intricacies of what this means. You're talking about one play, <laughs> like not the 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 contextual strategy uh, around it and what's going to mean for your NBA future. Even with that, I'm still picking. Yo, I'm like yakking on somebody. on somebody. Like, okay. not even close. Like, it's got to feel so good to just finish a, like, fully finish a dunk on somebody and then turn oh around gosh. and just, like, mean mug the shit out so, of them. Like, that so, would be so fun. So, uh, <laughs> if you you remember the movie Above the Rim, where yes. every, every time they slap they the don't, ball, I do. every time oh, they slap the backboard, they'd say nutso. <laughs> you know, we, me and my friends in high school used to do that on the eight foot hoops. We try to catch each other, not paying attention, and then we dunk on them, and then like <laughs> straddle their heads. I'm, I'm and we yell out like some good nutso! old heads. <laughs> like, it was I'm, like Ugh. I'm a beast on a seven foot hoop. I'm when telling NBA you, all stars throwing. We're gonna pass. bring that highlight back. We you should. Oh, we boy. should because the people deserve to get what they want. They want to see me dunking from Devin Booker. Not really. I still, I still would take the the making it from uh, from the logo. Like it, there's just pulling up from there on a fast break and then drilling it from the logo. 
you know, it, I don't know. I, I think that that play is more exciting. And as we've learned, thanks to analytics, three is worth more than two. <laughs> so I'm going to do that every time. You dunk, you dunk every time on a guy I'm going to hit from the logo every no, no, time. No, no, I'm no, going to win. That's what I've dunk. always said is I've, I was going to start dunking, but I'm not going to start until it's worth more than two. Yeah, exactly. So that's the only reason I've never dunked. Yeah, before. that's exactly. the only reason. So everyone for knows. sure. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel you, Gerald. That's why I don't dunk. I, there's just nothing like, I, I, again, I have never dunked on a 10-foot hoop. But dunking on eight-foot hoops or even posterizing my kids on a Nerf hoop, I don't care. It just feels good. I've only ever dunked once, and it was at a trampoline park. I needed the extra trampoline boost to get up I almost there. separated my shoulder doing that at a trampoline park. Trying to get up there, and I was like, ah! Yeah. I had the son's... Uh, what are they what are they called solar squad mm -hmm. try to teach me how to do that oh no like the gorilla was out there like it was video <laughs> that shit pardon my language that shit's hard yeah, like yeah. that's that shit is difficult to actually jump off a trampoline they make it look really easy oh, yeah. it is not no. and you have to be coordinated and my uh, my fat ass ain't coordinated <laughs> and it wasn't then either so it was kind of appropriate i was wearing an authentic tim kempton jersey so you know like it it, it was about what, the right athleticism. What did that last comment say, Jacob? It said, okay. It said, Espo seems too sure that people want to see him get dunked on by books. I dunked. I dunked. He alley-ooped hey, it to me. My last oh. name is Bookman. We can go to the eight-foot hoops today, and I promise you I will reward everybody you, out there. You will bust your damn hip if we yep, go out Yeah, as long there. as I get one good, <laughs> oh, that's all that matters. He was okay with you, Espo. He said, look, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I had um, Derek Jones Jr. We did a little promo where he dunked over me. Uh, I think he he literally jumped over me to dunk, and it was I was so nervous. <laughs> I'm like, I know you've dunked over people who are like six foot four, and I'm five five at best. But I was nervous. He probably could have stood flat footed and jumped over. Yeah, you. totally. He's got crazy it still hops. Scared me, but it was really cool. Crazy hops. Oh, I I love those random topics like that where. <laughs> We find a way to kind of just go on tangents. So our uh, our first topic of the show today, uh, a, a kind of would you rather, if you were the owner of the Phoenix Suns, what is the first thing you would do? And so I'm giving you the keys to the franchise for one day, right? Mm -hmm. What would you do? What would be that first thing you sit in that owner's chair over, uh, over at Footprint Center and you'd say, this is what we're doing? I'm partnering with Monroe's Hot Chicken and putting one in the arena Ooh. immediately. Ooh. Shout out Monroe's Hot Chicken. Hells we are yeah. looking for sponsorships. Hell yes. <laughs> Hell yes. Shameless plug alert. So we should shameless plug alert. <laughs> we, will, we will sell you ad space on Gerald's suit on game nights <laughs> yep. if you Perfect. want. That's, that's how far we'll go. Absolutely. I'm walking into James Jones's office and giving him a symbolic blank check and saying, whatever it takes to bring a title to Phoenix. Yeah, I like that. What about you, Espo? Oh, throw it to me first. Yeah, I'll go last. Look, oh, look at that. <laughs> I'm going to the uniforms, and I am, I'm banning the white uniform. I do not like that white uniform. <laughs> Get rid of it. I'm saying bring back the sunburst in some, in some form. Mm -hmm. Maybe replace that, that sunburst, uh, the, the white jersey with some sunburst. You know, and, and doing that, like get the uniform straight. I'd probably turn the valley into the main uniform set mm -hmm. and you change the valley to suns or phoenix that you can have in different colors mm -hmm. and then have an alternate burst 
uniform to give a tip of the hat to the past. I, that's what I do with an alternate court that matched it and make that valley court maybe the 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 normal court as well. I love that court. Give yeah. the people what they want in, in that case. Like that that thing's beautiful, and those uniforms uh, are now synonymous with this with this group of Phoenix Suns. So I'd embrace them fully. Uh, you know, honestly, I think I would in kind of the retrospect kind of thing. Uh, I would bring back the purple uniforms, and I'd play a throwback night at the Madhouse on McDowell. You bring Ooh. back the Western would, font. Yes, the Western font, purple. That'd I would do do one fun. one game night, and we would we would have tickets for non season ticket holders for the underprivileged people out there that can't afford to normally go to an NBA game, and we'd pack that shit. That's All nice. first rows have to be. That's those. it. Yeah, yeah. 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 So oh, no. First ten rows are yeah. like kids. Yeah, like that's it. Totally. And then after that, all the adults. Yeah. Have I you? Like that. That's a really good one. You made one. me look real selfish with my chicken sandwich. Yeah, I know. No. <laughs> Always thinking about yourself, no, Gerald. Always man. thinking about yourself. <laughs> look, have you been, and, and I don't say this to be rude, but have you been to the Coliseum yes, any time recently? Have. Yeah, I have. Yeah. For that yeah. scrimmage they did a few years yeah, back. Yeah, in two, 2015. No, last no, summer no. we were practicing oh, with, there yeah. Yeah. with the renovations, yeah. I Even with the renovations that went in there, so the, so the Mercury could play there last summer mm-hmm. that never happened. I don't know. Even one game might be too much in, you in know, that building. Honestly, I don't though, know. I, I think if you put some money into it, on uh, to me, to this day, I still don't understand why they don't do this. That is where all the state championship basketball games should be. I've always thought that from, from 1A all the way to 6A, that's where they should be. That should be like – that should be Saturday championship Saturday from morning to night. You have nothing but – uh, boys and girls basketball games for state championships. You go from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. You get it all knocked out. It'd be beautiful. I will say, yes, I agree entirely. Don't change the seats, though, with the money that yeah. you put in because those seats are so cool. They're probably really yeah. uncomfortable, but they're <laughs> yeah, like – For sure. You, you definitely get screws. You walk in there and it's just like vintage. Yeah, for like, sure. so the whole, cool. The whole building. Like, mm-hmm. there's no center hung. There, it, It's just – it's a – it is a very old school, cool feel. Like – for one night, you could probably pull it off, yeah. and and that'd be, that'd be really interesting. And it is interesting. We've we've got Leah in here, host of our our Coyote show, and helping produce today. It's interesting that a team might have to play there in the near future <laughs> without a choice, <laughs> not for one game, for an entire season. So 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 they might do enough renovation where you could host a basketball there you game go. there. For we can a make it the PHNX basketball tournament one of these weekends. Look at them. Saul's just throwing around <laughs> oh, yeah, money yeah. we don't have. That's you it. need that Lindsay Blank hey. check. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. We'll put a big Monroe's hot chicken logo at the mid at midcourt. Oh, I love it. See, that's it. Branding. <laughs> Okay, so so we had some peripheral things, but would there be anything basketball-wise that that you would do? Would there be a move as owner that, that you would do basketball-wise? Um, I mean, basketball-wise, not really. Uh, I like the way this team is. I like the way they're constructed. Uh, I think the it, you Lindsay kind of hit on it a little bit. Honestly, I would just I would unleash the checkbook to make sure that Monty Williams and James Jones stay here for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. And Devin. Yep. Yeah, but he's going to get old at some point. No, he stays his entire career. <laughs> I don't care if he's as old as you. He's still in a son's uniform. Honestly, I, I think he. I like that. I want Devin to play his whole career here. Yes. Not just because he's a good basketball player and we all love him, but I think Devin is the only person that has the opportunity to come in and be like, this is Devin's team. Mm-hmm. Devin is the one that when you look back on history – 
and this is no shade to anybody from the past, but it's it's Devin's team. Mm-hmm. Devin's name is synonymous with the Suns before anybody else's name. Well, like, he's the guy who has the statue out front. Yeah. Yep. I mean, there's yeah. only one guy that really spent his entire career here that that was a semi-illustrious career, and it was Alvin Adams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nobody else that really that really holds that. You know, Barkley gets a lot of attention, so does Steve Nash, but those guys played elsewhere. Mm-hmm. They were dealt. Like, I... I want to see Devin Booker play his entire career and move into that that echelon with Alvin Adams. And obviously, he's going to have a better uh, stats than Alvin ever had, so he would move into that. Well, not only that, but they have somebody in the front office now that's part of the ownership group, I should say, um, that has lived that, and that's yeah. Larry Fitzgerald. Right. And so I know for a fact that those two have probably you know spoken – a couple of occasions on what it meant and how hard it was really because it is hard to stay in one place oh, yeah. your entire career and really battle through those ups and downs because you know we got we'd be fools to think that you know the Suns are going to win 10 straight championships and he's just going to retire you know there's going to be some more downs along the way if he can get through those valleys um, the peaks should be pretty sweet I would happily be a fool if that uh, well yeah to, yeah love oh, to think yeah. that way if it happened <laughs> yeah. right. but I think that's why you got to open up the, the pocketbook right now Mm-hmm. Because you have to prove to Devin right. that you're willing to do what it takes for him mm-hmm. to win here with this team in this city I, before I th- the next money cycle comes around. Mm-hmm. That actually brings up a question that I had, and, and thank you because that reminded me of it, Lindsay. In the contract discussions we had, right. you said you can only have one rookie or two rookie max guys on, right? Yeah. If you extended Booker right now, mm-hmm. would you be able to to would that no, qualify that, or would he still be playing on that rookie match? I think he'd still be playing on okay. that because it's already been done but because if it, if I were owner for a day I'd take that money I'd extend book and then I'd offer <laughs> I'd offer DA that max and then I'd say to hell with it Cam you could have the max too Cam and, over or, Mikhail? And, and then Mikhail you could have the well. max too and then you know Max what? is for everybody. Yeah. You, know what? you get a max. You get a max. You get a max. You know what? Social media department. I know how hard you work. You get the max. <laughs> yes. Yes. Which, which in front office money, or in business side money, that's not that much. But you know, basketball money is good for those guys. Maybe we so. can get the max, huh? We already did get the max. So that's why we're all sitting here, right? Gotcha. Okay. We have terrible right. agents, but we got the max that we could for ourselves. So. Any any other last thoughts if you were if you were owner anything else you would do? Nope. Pay for Aiton. Pay for Bridges next summer. Pay for Cam. Dive headfirst into that luxury tax Scrooge McDuck style. You want to <laughs> keep a contender here. You want to keep Devin here. That's how you do it. Yep. I I agree. 100%. The Scrooge McDucks the <laughs> hell out of that luxury tax. Oh, I would also just hand over the Mercury to Diana Taurasi right now, I, just I li- because she she. she she deserves it. I like that as well. That's a good call. Like like, here's well. my gift to you, DT. Yeah. I love you. You know, since we're we're talking money and and handing handing money over and, and making money. DraftKings. DraftKings. <laughs> you guys knew where I was Cha-ching. going. Our friends at DraftKings, the number one sports book in America, have a special offer for you. You use that code PHNX right now when you sign up for DraftKings. You bet one dollar on any football game in Saul. I did look it up. There are CFL futures bets. There you oh, go. So you can bet on the Grey Cup. You can put $1 on 
you know, the uh, Edmonton Elks, I believe is their name now, not the Eskimos, to win the CFL Grey Cup Championship. Leah back there, a resident Canadian, is shaking her head. Yes, he, he knows his CFL. Uh, you can bet on that at $1 any football uh, this weekend. You can get $200 in free bets when you use that code PHNX. Also, they got what they're calling a no-brainer deal. And I know it's a no-brainer deal because they make me read that that particular phrase in the, uh, in the disclaimer. You can bet that there will be one point scored by either team in the Cardinals game and uh and I think it's you double your money I think I think I also you have to have it in before the game on Sunday yeah yeah, yeah. and also I think there's a plus 4,000 bet right now that every show for the rest of this year Espo used that phrase sweet 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 sweet, sweet. sweet money that sweet sweet disclaimer why does your voice get lower when you say that <laughs> sweet sweet wouldn't, money shouldn't it you get that sweet sweet money you want to read the rest of the ad he got this deeper. voice he got deeper what are those like what are they, slow jams on the yeah, yeah. we're gonna slow jams on 98.7 download baby. that DraftKings sportsbook app now and use promo code phnx to receive $200 in free bets oh, when you yeah. place a $1 bet on any football game. That promo code is PHNX to get your $200, $200. in free bets instantly. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Yeah. 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. This shit is serious. New customer, <laughs> new customers only for free bet promotion. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. <laughs> Eligibility restrictions apply. Max $50 wager. One per customer. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. details. I'm so glad. <laughs> I think I can hear DraftKings calling us like, please don't fucking read our ads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Did you need me to read that <laughs> Like that too? Uh, Are we good? I'm gonna take that one. That's, that okay. was funny. Got, yes, but I appreciate it. got really warm in here all of a sudden. Oh I know. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. So, all right. So, if you guys are watching us live on YouTube, we just want to remind you that we also have the audio version of these podcasts. If you can't hang out with us live every day on any streaming platform that you use, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know the drill. And if you're hearing us on one of those apps, just a reminder that you can also come hang out with us live on our YouTube channel, which is PHNX Sports. So be sure to su subscribe to that, click the bell so that you can get notifications whenever we're live. Um, and it's not just us, it's the rest of the crew as well. All the sports teams in town, um, and of course, as always, you know the drill. You can follow, subscribe, rate, review, Please like. Please review. We need to reviews. All things. We appreciate it. Um, so, yeah. Thank you for your support. And please continue to support us. And if you're not following us on Twitter, PHNX Sports for the overarching channel, PHNX Suns for us specifically. That's, that's an underscore in the middle of those. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. My bad. She's still, go somebody PHNX. snap out Espo out of his <laughs> funk. You, you, you got me all, all like. We need Barry. I got, I got literally Barry, flustered. Barry, Barry Espo. Like I need. <laughs> Barry, right. Barry Espo needs to go away right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, what do you say, you guys? Should we welcome in our guest of the day now? Hell yeah. Sure. I think so. All right. Let's welcome him in. 
welcome, Cam. Thank you so much for joining us. So excited to have you. How have you been? What have you been up to? I've been good. I've been good. Um, really just getting ready for the season. Uh, getting ready to start up camp soon, get back after it. And, you know, ever since the finals ended, it's just kind of been, you know, we've all been cognizant of, of the quick turnaround and getting our bodies ready to go back at it. Well, we're really excited to have you on. We've got some fun stuff in store for you. But first, we've got a few questions, so let's get into it. Yeah, so Cam, now that you've had a few months to kind of sit back and reflect on the season, how do you kind of view this past season? Because obviously it was such a fun year for you guys, and you got made it all the way to the finals, took some people by surprise. But how do you balance that against, you know, coming up two wins short of the ultimate goal? Well, you definitely learn a lot. You learn a lot about yourself. You learn a lot about the league. You learn a lot about what it takes to win. And those lessons um, came with a lot of a lot of positives, a lot of positive experiences, a lot of experiences that, that I remember for the rest of my life. It hurts a lot not being able to come up with the with the ring on the finger, but uh, you know, it, it it's encouraging. We have a young team. I wouldn't say we, we hit our peak. I wouldn't say it was a team that was a one-shot wonder. I think we're a group that, that has been built to keep on striving to attain that level of success and, and capture a championship. So it, it builds a lot of excitement going forward. It gives us a lot to look forward to and gives us a lot of confidence going forward. Cam, you know, at every level you have, uh, you, you're an accessory before you become a necessity, right? Uh, you know, in high school, you, you're a freshman, you're trying to make the varsity team. In college, same thing, you kind of, you know, trying to find your own way. Um, and, and guys don't really rely on the younger guys as much, but as they get older and they get more experience, they do, be, they become a necessity. And in the NBA Finals specifically, you know, it, it, it almost seemed like you were the third or fourth option a lot of times because, you know, the, the Suns were having a little bit of difficulty trying to find another guy to score to help out. Uh, did you feel that transition a little bit? And have you felt like you're more of a, an important piece now than maybe you were your, your first year? Yeah, for sure. That, that, that happens naturally. It's happened, like you said, it happened in high school, it happened in college. And it was a point where earlier in my careers at those levels, I was a guy that shot threes, did what the coaches asked, tried not to be a liability and then pitch in on top of that. But as I grew at those levels and I be, became the guy that, that did a lot more for the team, like you said, an accessory to a necessity, that was a great way to put it. Um, I never heard that before, but yep, I, I felt it in the finals and it, it kind of coincides with a greater understanding of the game, a greater understanding of what it takes learning and also just expanding skill sets to certain areas. So like I said, just a second ago, shooting has always been kind of what I was able to always add as the accessory to a team. I could come in, I could hit shots, um, pitching on rebounding, pitching on defense, and, and that's what I expected. And that's obviously what I hoped out of my NBA career is that when I stepped in at first, I would, I would be able to do my baseline things, be able to do what I've always been able to pitch in as an accessory. But when it comes time to step up and, and become a necessity, building the, the results, maybe if, if I became, like you said, a little bit more of a necessity towards the final, that's the result of two years of work every day behind the scenes working on, on bringing things out and continuing to work on bringing things out of my game that I can continue to add to the team. 
So I expect to, as time goes on, be able to add more to that bag, be able to increase what my baseline of activity on the court looks like. Speaking of the evolution of your game, what has motivated you to reach those new levels? Obviously, you know, everybody wants to get better in their game, but what's the driving force for you personally? Personally, just competition. Competition with myself, competition around the league, hearing whatever somebody might say that I can't do it, and then being able to do it for my own, you know, personal dreams and aspirations since I was a little kid. I definitely draw a lot of motivation, a lot of drive just from thinking back to when I was 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, and, and how much I hoped, wished, prayed to be in a situation like this. And now that I'm here, just taking advantage of it. And then you add on top of that, the success of a team, being able to be part of something that's bigger than myself, being able to be part of a, a Phoenix Suns team that, that over the course of two years kind of flipped our record around and went from a team that, that people didn't take too seriously to a team that people take very seriously. So all those things kind of combine, and, and it's just a lot of fun being able to play this game, being able to play this game for a living, being able to play this game in a great city. It all is, is, is truly just a blessing and something that I, I cherish. How much has Monty's approach helped you reach those levels and reach that evolution that you're trying to make? A ton, a ton. He's a, he's a coach that inspires confidence. And that's so important when it comes to making shots, making plays, expanding your game and, and feeling comfortable at an NBA level. Because this is a tough league and it's a league where you don't necessarily have two or three days of practice of live play in between games to kind of establish rhythm. So in the NBA, a lot of your rhythm has to be established kind of in short periods of time in between games and then in the games themselves. And, and so Coach Mont is always a guy that has been very positive, but not overly positive, where he holds you accountable, but also, you know, builds you up as a player. Yeah, and we've all had the conversation over the last couple months and weeks, just the off-season moves that this team has made and what we think is going to be the future for this team and this upcoming season. What are you most excited about or what do you think this season will bring for this team? Oh, we already know that answer, Cam. We already know that. You're going to give, you're gonna give JaVale McGee the business about dunking on him your first year. Right? I heard that. I actually said I wasn't going to be the one to bring it up. DA, I was talking to DA yesterday or the other day. DA said he would, he would bring it up. But, you know, it's what happens. You know, I'm, I'm glad he went up to, to go get it. You know, it gave me an opportunity there. So respect on that end. But I'm looking forward to, and I know this might sound weird, but like a normal NBA season. You know, rookie year, you're feeling things out. The year got kind of clipped short and then resumed in the bubble. And then my second year, once I felt a little bit more comfortable in the league, it was just, a little bit of a wild schedule, different kind of time frame, no fans in the arena for the most part. But to get back this year to the normal schedule, fans in the arena for every game, and then the excitement around the city and around the team, I think it's just going to be a really fun environment to play in, to show up to work in every day. So that's what I'm most looking forward to. Absolutely. Now, Absolutely. Cam, we can't have you on the show and not ask you about the P.J. Tucker dunk in the finals. You, you've had some great ones. You, the JaVale one that you mentioned, uh, the two-handed reverse over, uh, I think it was Jared Allen. Oh, yeah, that was sick, too. Where does that Tucker dunk in the finals rank for you personally on your list of best dunks? It has to go number one because it was in the finals. 
it, it was on the biggest stage that I've ever played in personally. And it was, you know, the, the most unfortunate part of that was we, we started to get a little bit of momentum back and we just narrowly missed closing the gap to keep it a close game. So you know how the, these playoff games work. There, there's, there's runs and then counter runs. And that was kind of part of a counter run that we couldn't make to keep the game close. So we got it to probably five or six, but then never got it closer. So that's my biggest downfall of that dunk was that it didn't kind of capture that momentum. It would have been much more of a fun memory if it kind of pushed us into maybe a win or keeping that game close. But the dunk itself, I mean, it, it, I was just kind of a, a beneficiary of, of right time, right place, you know? Is, I say this all the time, it's not often you get a full runway down the court with nobody stopping <laughs> you get to the rim. So for me, I would have been kind of foolish not to try and take advantage of it. I've never, I've never dunked on anybody except on eight-foot hoops. So I, what does it feel like to do something like that in a game? Like, I, I imagine it's, you know, for me, the best I could even equate it to is like busting a, a, a game-winning shot in somebody's eye or something like that. But that, other than that, I don't know what it feels like to like take somebody's soul at the rim. <laughs> It felt good. That's the best way to put it. It feels, it feels like it feels really cool, but the moment was kind of murky because I had to look at the ref to see if he was going to call a block or a charge. Yeah, right. And that moment, I thought he was still moving, but then again, I all season I had not got, I had not been on the right side of block charge calls. So every time I tried to take a charge, I got a block. Every time somebody fell over in front of me, it was a charge. So I was like, oh man, not another situation like this. So when I when they called block, and then it kind of set in that the play actually counted. But my first thought was like, please let this play count. <laughs> when you got to the NBA, the first time you dunked on somebody, like in practice or or even in a game, uh, did guys around you, like even like DA, Book, did they look at you a little differently? Like, oh, oh shit, I didn't know he had this. <laughs> yes, people, people stay being surprised by this for some reason i don't know and my I, I can jump off this left leg like that's something that i've had for a long time i started you know when i started my growth spurt and i started being able to dunk like if somebody catches me at the wrong time jumping off this left leg they're in trouble and i, I don't know why i maybe towards the end of college i didn't show it much but in practice in college i do it but for some reason it always surprises people the Allen one in Cleveland, like everybody was like, whoa, you don't have that. Like where the, I'm like, that wasn't like anything extreme. They're like, they're acting as if I got lucky or I closed my eyes and made something up. I'm like, come on guys, give me a little bit of credit. Give me a little bit of credit. So let's just throw it out there. You're at the 5G Performance Center. If somebody rolls out the ball and you guys have a, a team dunk contest, who's finishing first? Where are you finishing in that, in that dunk ranking on the team? I don't know where I'm finishing and I don't know who's finishing first. I have to think Dooley is a guy that that is like really bouncing, really bouncing. Um, but in terms of doing things like I only have a couple things that I really do in a dunk contest setting. But my my left leg dunking is, is more of like in game straight up on somebody. Um, I'm not a ball palmer. So anytime you watch me dunk on somebody, the ball's kind of floating in my hands. That's probably the biggest thing that keeps me from consistently trying to do it. But um, I'm not sure, but I just know that over the course of practice, over the course of pickup games, over the course of live scrimmages, um, I I'll look for them every now and then. <laughs>
Sure. Do you have a list of guys you want to posterize? Is there like, <laughs> is there a wish list for Cam Johnson? No, there's no wish list. I'll take anybody. I'll post. I, you know, <laughs> a poster on on a point guard to me is just as satisfying as a poster on a center. So, <laughs> well, Cam, as we mentioned at the beginning, we do have a game for you. It's called Only Cams, and the premise is simple. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna get, we're gonna put one minute on the clock. I'm gonna tell you a fact about somebody, and it's either about you, your teammate campaign, or Cam Newton, and you have to tell us which person it's about. All right, we're gonna put that one minute on the clock, and it will start when I finish the first fact. His father's name is Tony. Campaign. Correct. Played for multiple colleges. Me. There's another person. Cam Newton. Yes, there's two answers. Okay, two. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, is a pescatarian. Cam Newton. That is correct. Mother is a school nurse. Me. That's correct. In high school, he grew from five foot five as a freshman to six foot as a senior. Cam Payne. Correct. Middle name is Jarrell. Cam Newton. That is correct. If you said he went to school in the moon, you technically wouldn't be wrong. And where? In the moon. Me. That is correct. Thinks he's Superman. Cam Newton. That is correct. His college shares a name with the Cardinals starting quarterback. His college did? Yeah. Cam Newton? Nope, that was campaign. Chose his number based on a song. What? I'm thinking Kyler. I'm like, what? Go ahead. Chose his jersey number based on a song. Me. That's correct. Current video game rating is a 76. Campaign. Wow. You went nine of ten. Wow. On How did I miss Murray? Wow. How did I miss Murray? It's oh, Murray State. Murray State. Uh, I'm thinking Kyler. Yeah, he said he said his school shares his school shares the same name as the Cardinals starting quarterback last year. I didn't even think Murray. (laughs) (laughs) Nine of ten. Well done, sir. Well done. We now need to get campaign on and see if we can go ten for ten on on campaign. I missed the easiest one. (laughs) That was a solid. the easiest one. You set the bar really high. Very impressive. Thank you for playing along. Thank you, guys. That was a fun game. Only game. Good luck this season, Cam. We appreciate you joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks, Cam. That's that's everything. We really appreciate it, man. Of course. Of course. Anytime. Cool. Good to go. Thank you. A big thank you to Cam Johnson. And (laughs) sorry for for the uh, technical difficulties with that echo during our game. Uh, I was still working out some of those kinks, and it's unfortunate because it was such a damn good game. Yeah, it was. was. And and thank you to Arnold, our graphic extraordinaire for the Only Cams uh, (laughs) graphic. That'll probably pop back up. He set the bar real high in that game. To live up to when he comes on and plays. Well, well, not only that, but also the game set a pretty high bar comparatively to Monday's game. Where it just was an go, utter blank. Yes, like go blank baby. yourself on Monday did <laughs> yeah. not work. Okay. No, just... We're getting better. <laughs> yes, so that's, yeah. that's a positive. Friday, man, that bar is going to be super high. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of games, DraftKings. You can... oh, <laughs> <geez>. <laughs>
Hey, look. Somebody just asked what the code in the top left hey. screen is for. So. Oh, okay. Here you go. This is for you, Brian. Perfect. This is do for it. you. Do I bring back the uh, the voice or do we no, go? No, we no, go? no, 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 no. No, that was a one-time right. deal. That's, oh, a one well, time, you, that's a one-time only deal just like this one just, is. Oh, there we go. Nice. So I'll bring it all together. Uh, if you use the code PHNX when you sign up for the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app, if you were wondering. You can bet $1 on any football game this weekend. You're going to get $200 in free bets instantly. That easy, safe, secure. I love that you can withdraw your money pretty damn fast in this app <laughs> because sometimes I got to take the misses out and I need that cash back. All right? That's what that I'm saying. Sweet, sweet cash. <laughs> sweet, sweet cash. Got to have that sweet, sweet cash to go on that sweet, sweet date. And if you use that code PHNX, you're going to have some more of that sweet, sweet cash to be able to do that. $1 bet on any NFL game or college or CFL or I don't know if there's any other kind of football you can bet on. But any football game, $1, $200 in free bets from our friends at DraftKings. Use that code PHNX. We talked about it with Cam. We talked a lot about uh, this with Cam. Dunks, right? Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of great ones in Suns history, including... Uh, the aforementioned one from Cam in the finals. Yep. So I, I thought it was only appropriate that we we finish today's show oh, yeah. talking about finishing. the best uh, finishing at the <laughs> rim. <laughs> yes, uh, against <laughs> against some of the greatest in the NBA. Uh, so question simple: best dunk in in game in Suns history. We're not bringing dunk contest dunks into this. Uh, sorry, said Sabalos. <laughs> We're not bringing in the blindfold dunk, mm-hmm. but you know. So to be fair, there are no Suns dunks in slam dunk history that would have outdone anything else anyway. No, no. These are these are top notch dunkage mm-hmm. that we're going to talk about here. So who wants to go first? Who who has the ultimate dunk in Suns history that they think stands out above all the rest? I. Can, you, you guys go for I go? it. Go All right. For so it. honestly, like mine's kind of, it's it's good. It's really good. But I feel like it was it was the precursor to what was to come. Um, and this was Amari Stoudemire against Oluwakandi, in his in, in his very first season. He's a rookie, and he get, he. That's catches, not the one you picked. Yeah, it is. No, I thought you picked RJ. And, uh, oh, it was RJ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, oh, sorry, you, 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 my bad, my bad. You're right, you're right. You're right. So this one, my bad this up on the screen i would have known <laughs> anyway he he dunks on R- richard jefferson gives him a little you know oh yeah that was nasty it was, one, and this one, is two. uh i think i believe this was the playoffs yeah yeah nope, no 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 just saying based showcase. on this showcase yeah yeah man i'm all over the place in this. anyway <laughs> rj got a nice full you know cup of amari in its grill and uh and because richard jefferson uh, I actually played against him in high school, and I know how much shit he talks. <laughs> I just know he, this was a beautiful moment for Amari. You know what I love about it? You get the amazing Steve Nash pass in it. You also get the uh, you, you get the Amari finishing like he did. But this is post-injury Amari, too. Yeah. And he still has the hops mm-hmm. to make Richard Jefferson look ridiculous. And every time I hear Richard Jefferson, I want to do the Bill Walton voice. Richard, Richard Jefferson. Jefferson. <laughs> uh, you know, but I, I like that dunk. I still don't think it's the best. Sure. What's yours, Espo? Yeah, oh, what's you yours? want mine? Yeah, let's go with oh, yours. Now i got to remember. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull a saw here. I don't remember. Oh, it's Sean Marion over Al Harrington. 
That's what this my dunk is. Nasty too. This wow. is nasty. Like you got Chris Dudley oh, passing oh, over yeah. to Sean Marion, and Sean Marion just gets nasty with Yo, it as Harrington, he goes over Al Harrington. Like, yeah. And the look, the look on Marion's face is sick. He knows he's about to destroy a man's life. He takes his soul as he climbs that ladder, and the photo of it is just nasty. Sean Marion is is up there holding the ball. He's got that look on his face yeah. like, you are a dead man, Al Harrington, and he ends him right there. Anytime as, as, a, as an athlete, as a basketball player, anytime your head is around another man's crotch, it's probably not a good Photoshop. No. At least, at least he's thumb. not wearing short shorts, though. It's that true. was the ultimate back it's in true. the day. If you got dunked on like that with a guy in short shorts, it's over. You should retire yeah. at that point. Basically it's, it's what Dominique problem. Wilkins did to the entire league for it's 10 true. years. <laughs> yeah, there's no coming back from that. I would probably have to go with an Amari jump dunk. Not the Oluwakandi one, though. I'm going with the one over Anthony Tolliver just because, I mean, it's pure ruthlessness, and it's on the fast break. See him, like going up for it like right here he just knows he's going to destroy mm. him and anthony Tolliver, like anthony Tolliver is mm. only six eight so i get that but mm. like that is just so mean well like, and look Anthony's at the contact to too it. yeah he's going like that's full body to body contact still finishes anyway like that's just mm. that's unfortunate and it's crazy to me again this is amari as number one amari not 32 amari mm. before before the knee surgeries mm-hmm. and and he still had those hops. Like, it, it, that's crazy. <laughs> like, how well, after microfracture, he still can do that. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable. Where are you going, Lindsay? I'm going with our guest of today, Cam <laughs> Johnson's dunk over P.J. Tucker in the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was... Plus the fact that it was on the biggest stage in basketball, the NBA Finals, I think that adds to it as well. But I just... Like you said earlier, like Cam has those sneaky, they're not even sneaky. He just gets those really good dunks that everyone thinks they're sneaky. And it's like, I didn't know he had that, mm-hmm. but he does. Cam's got some sick oh, bounce nasty. off that left leg. Yeah, man. It's he's crazy. building a highlight reel for himself. Totally. For sure. And I think it was really funny. They said um, something like, even if it was a charge, give him the bucket. <laughs> for real. <laughs> like, for just real. give him the bucket. It's, it's kind of like last year, like I mentioned earlier against JaVale McGee. Like it just happened all of a sudden. You're like, what the hell? Like mm-hmm. I didn't. I, we hadn't seen anything like that till that point, and Cam's got sneaky bounce, man. That's what I just I love so much about Cam Johnson, though. Like, Mikhail is great, and it's not a comparison, but like I said the other day, the offensive potential with Cam, I think it's off the charts. You watch that, and we're talking about P.J. Trucker. The man is a brick house, right? Like, it's not like that was a, a small defender. It's not like he went up over a point guard. Mm-hmm. He took it to him. And almost jumped fully over him, yep. mm-hmm. like it was. It was nuts that he was able. And and you're right, Lindsay. Doing it on the biggest stage in basketball uh, is a huge part of what makes that such a great dunk as well. Because the whole basketball world was watching mm-hmm. that. If they had won, that would have been just like the icing on the cake for that dunk for him. Oh yeah. For sure. Like he mentioned, that could have been. They were hoping that that would be a counterpoint, and it mm-hmm. wasn't. And if it was, like we would have pinpointed that play as like kiss. that's when things yeah, turn around exactly. yeah. you know we, we obviously there are other dunks amongst this you know kj over H- hakeem mm-hmm. tom chambers over mm-hmm. mark jackson like 
those are like the legendary ones. We wanted to kind of go with, you know, maybe the not so obvious ones um, for, for the value for too. Well, the value, yeah, the well, value, the value. Was a solid but the value one. again, like everybody talks about, that was such a great junk. It was a, it was more of a great play, right? More and great a, play. a great play right. and a great pass great too. Moment. Like mm-hmm. it, it, without the pass, that dunk doesn't happen. Right. right. And so that's what I, you know, like you could make a, a pick and roll pass. You know, Steve Nash's pass wasn't like phenomenal. No. So you know, all these other things weren't phenomenal. So it was the dunk itself that set it apart. Oh, 100%. Uh, the, the, the pass from Jay Crowder was the level of difficulty in that play and timing the jump right for DeAndre. But it wasn't the dunk itself that was, yeah. was unbelievable. It was the culmination of that whole moment. Mm-hmm. If we're talking most impactful dunk in Suns history, it's probably value because oh, yeah. that, oh, that yeah. Wins, yeah. wins the game last second but if we're talking best dunk as a whole mm-hmm. i just i don't think it holds a candle and you know you bring up tom chambers over mark jackson mark jackson's a tiny dude yeah. tc's a big it's, guy it's, like it just it's, that's what that to me that's what made that one feel so vicious but, but like we see tall dudes dunking on little guys all the time like remember uh deandre jordan over <laughs> Over Brandon Knight, like that, to me, that's the best dunk of all time because he just absolutely murdered a kid. Yeah, like it, there's something more to it. It's like the physicality of it all that mm-hmm. makes it. And so when you see Tom Chambers hit Mark Jackson, and all of a sudden it literally looks like he goes like another three feet in the air. You're like, it, it looked like a video game. It was like gliding. Yeah. So that's what <laughs> to me that's what set it apart. It, just, it wasn't this just that he dunked on him it was just that he hit him and then he was like oh yeah let me go up a couple other octaves and boom that's fair i i think cams is just as impressive as tc's because cam gets that extra gets that extra air on that dunk too as he kind of goes up Uh, but i still think it's sean marion there's nothing that's just a nasty dunk and sean marion does not get enough credit for his amazing dunks that he did you see two amaris in this sean marion probably had 14 that that could be in the category but he's the forgot forgotten guy it's also style right like some some guys can just finish at the rim and make it look better than others Mm -hmm. that's my thing with the marion dunk is like he he dunks it but it's not like he doesn't cock it back and just rock it or anything like that it's it's a great dunk don't get me wrong it's just the style it's like vince carter anybody can do a windmill but vince carter when he does a windmill you're like oh shit like that's different (laughs) Mm mm-hmm no, I, I feel that. Just saying. I feel like we should also give some love to two dunks that I was because I was researching this because I'm the nerd. Of course, I have to do my <laughs> nerd. research. There it is. Uh, <laughs> but two that came up that I was like, wow, these were phenomenal dunks. I wouldn't mention them here, but Devin Booker over Anthony Davis yes. is still my favorite. Which Devin was Booker mentioned dunk. in the chat yep. as yeah. well. Like that was because Devin Booker, he's an emphatic scorer, but he's very rarely emphatic in that way. So when he threw that down on Anthony Davis, I was like, Oh shit! Okay, book is like there, and he had a couple in the playoffs too. But the other one, DeAndre Ayton's best dunk of the playoffs was on Michael Porter Jr., and I completely forgot about this. But he absolutely bodied MPJ. Yeah, I didn't yeah. remember that. that was yeah, also in I the didn't. Chat. Yeah, yeah. Well, he absolutely destroyed him, and it was an and one, and the crowd went nuts. And I was like, damn, there were so many playoff moments that I completely forgot about this yeah. incredible let's, so many. let's be honest. We all forgot the Nuggets series because it was so inconsequential. <laughs> yeah. It was so easy. Shout yeah. out even, DNVR. <laughs> even though, oh, well, are we going to talk about that on Friday? About that, that 
the redraft of 2018? No, we could talk about it today. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't a – I forgot. Was Bleacher, Bleacher Report, Bleacher Report put, put out, out um, redrafting the 2018 draft. Mm. Um, and, of course, Luca went one. I believe Trey Young went two. Mm. And MPJ went three. And DeAndre oh, okay. Aiden went four. So I don't even that. understand how that ma- – I think the DNVR guys wrote that for Bleacher <laughs> Report. Those are the only guys I know that would go, yeah, MPJ over DeAndre Ayton all yeah. day. Oh, he's such yep. a he's yep. such a pure scorer. He's such wow. a great shooter. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, no. Did they see when he got targeted play after play after play in that Sun Series? Because that was ruthless. It was well, literally you know, he, every single He's set. such a great player uh, except for his back. Like, right. okay, well, then he can't be a great player if he's always hurt. And, and his defense and getting owned by DeAndre Ayton uh, when he's dunked on. All those things. Yeah, there's a there's a plethora of reasons. A true but, yeah. shooting percentage of crap. You know, it's this <laughs> is not I, good. Look, dunks are. I don't know. I know. I said I'd rather hit a three from the. <laughs> oh, oh, he's walking it back. There it is. That sweet, sweet walk back. <laughs> that sweet, sweet walk back. <laughs> but, but let's be honest. There's when highlight wise, there's nothing better than. Than a dunk. That's what I'm saying. I, I get it. I get it. I was thinking, how am I going to make the most money in the modern day NBA? And that's hitting that three pointer. Because, you know, I'm always thinking about money now that I, I do all the DraftKings reads, right? Yeah. It's on my mind all the time. But like you, you look, you look at it. There's nothing. There's nothing better than a, than a good highlight dunk. And we still call them posters. Even though there's no, no nobody sell. makes posters yeah. anymore. They don't sell posters. Yeah, no, like should it be a top shot moment? Yeah. Like you just top shot it. Top shot it. Oh, that like, doesn't sound. Producer good. Jacob, <laughs> producer <laughs> Jacob, we're not putting DNVR peeps on our on our chats. I was gonna say our chat <laughs> right like, now is kind of funny. Yeah, everybody fighting. No. Well, not really fighting, but getting their comments hey. off. Hey, how about you guys call us when you win a game against us in the playoffs? Oh. That's when you can. That's when you can hit up oh. the DMs, the chats. Oh. Whatever you want, you uh, you come in then. All right. It's funny because they tried four times. Hey! <laughs> man, this season is be, opener. Yeah. Season opener. We better not lose yeah, the season opener. Season. Oh man. It's so embarrassing. Well, they have the built-in excuse Jamal Murray is in play. Oh so. yeah, of course. Well, and MPJ probably was off anyway. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. MPJ just uh, needed yeah. a night off for his back. So. Yeah, yeah. In game one of the, <laughs> of the season. I love that this is just turning into a trash talking. Vicious. Our Denver fan. Uh, Look, I was going through like you. Oh wait, Jared. hold on, hold on, hold okay. on. This comment from Harvey says, "Person who made that list was mile high when they wrote that." Oh <laughs> yes, I would Herbie Villafranca, friend of the show. <laughs> we love you, Herbie. Uh, that was a good one. I was looking at at a bunch of dunks as well, like you said, Gerald, and I don't think I had a good enough appreciation for Larry Nance oh, as a yeah. member of the Suns. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a clip, and I'm I'm somebody that. I'm a nerd like you, Jared. I'll admit it here, right, here in, in the comfort of <laughs> uh, of friends here. Uh, and I've watched a lot of old school Suns clips. I've gone on deep dives. And I saw a clip last night that I had never seen before. Larry Nance posterizes Kareem oh. on the baseline, cocks it back, and throws it down over Kareem. And I was like, maybe, shit, maybe Larry Nance deserves more due mm-hmm. than uh, – than he gets for for his in-game dunks because that was that was pretty vicious too. You know who else had some sneaky sneaky freaking sick dunks was uh, Richard Dumas. Yeah, uh, that Doom the the one year that he was phenomenal. Uh, he had he acted on a couple dudes and also can we give a shout out to Connie Hawkins? Oh, he Connie. Has, he oh, had yeah. some the some Hawk. 
some gorgeous dunks. And it wasn't just his dunks. He had that he could palm the ball like he had most that kind of George Gervin esque yeah. kind of yeah. flow to his oh, game. Yeah. They, I mean, there was a reason he, he was called the Hawk because he was graceful mm-hmm. like one. And those, I, I saw a few of those clips while I was going through things last night. Unbelievable what Connie could do. You know, you talk about Richard Dumas, and I, he's one of the biggest what ifs, obviously. Yeah in son's history and and what he could have been and that pure athleticism he was at the nba finals he was he was and he's he's been around he's still he's still in town and uh but one of those big what ifs and speaking of what ifs uh, gerald you've got a great series (laughs) uh right now on the site first piece in it and i'm gonna steal some your thunder and write one as well because i can't let you have nice things by yourself (laughs) apparently but uh, you wrote a a great piece based off of kind of the premise of the marvel what if series but the first in it is what if devin booker's pass alley-oop to deandre ayton was a little bit more on target you want to share with the people what that was like yeah so that marvel show is all about these alternate dimensions within the multiverse what if one thing had happened differently in this alternate reality so (laughs) as someone who's covered the suns and is well versed in suns history this franchise has as many what ifs, if not more, oh, than any other man. franchise. So yeah, many every, heartbreaking moments. Every Arizona sports team <laughs> does, man. <laughs> it, it comes with being in the valley, apparently. But so I wanted to kind of dive into those and rewrite a happier ending or just a different ending. And in this case, it was a very happy ending. It kind of like <laughs> made me well, happy don't, living. Don't in give this, it away. Yeah, I won't give anything away. <laughs> you got to subscribe or become a member for that sweet, sweet go. content. But <laughs> <laughs> go go phnx.com. Yes, <laughs> go phnx.com. It's I enjoyed writing it honestly because those fir- after those first two games, it felt like what I was writing about was what was going to happen, and it didn't happen, and that's heartbreaking. But it kind of uh, it gave me a. Uh, a release it was like a burden off my chest writing this and being like okay this didn't happen but in some other alternate dimension it probably went down exactly like this my, mine is what if the fans after game two in the finals never started chanting sons and four <laughs> would there be a larry o'brien trophy in phoenix right i don't now? think there would be i, but I don't either man, but i that moment still makes me cringe still cringe yeah. i blame <laughs> kareem's uh video that he posted on the bucks twitter about the coin flip oh, that ultimate troll true. job oh and four after that oh couldn't come back from that, that is that is the ultimate curse mm-hmm. and I, I right now i'm going i've been trying for the life of me to find out if that uh 1964 and a half kennedy half dollar still exists because i want to destroy that <laughs> i know it's probably a felony to destroy currency i don't care incinerate I, it i would like to destroy <laughs> that coin and end this uh end this curse uh, so. that's a really good question like did they just have a random coin or did they actually hang on to it my guess is it was random because it was done over the phone and the commissioner flipped the coin uh in new york but i don't know i've never been able to get an answer to that but if that coin exists it is my mission to destroy it, to end things for that. It's going to destroy the precious. Get rid of the coin. <laughs> my precious. Too many voices for me today. I'm going to knock that off. Not sweet, sweet when the voices come out. Well, uh, again, go to gophnx.com. Become a member. If you subscri- Do you change your voice when you talk to your wife, like depending on your mood? 
Depending on her mood, yeah. <laughs> for my own for my own safety, yes. But, no. I shouldn't have said that. I apologize. <laughs> like, I, it's two fifty. My my wife is picking up my daughter from school uh, right, now. I'm, I'm right now. I'm safe. I'm safe right now. She might listen to it later though. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, editing yeah. it out before we before she's we like, get I to love the podcast. You, honey. And then she goes and listens to the podcast. She's like, "What? Uh, my voice will change. What? I didn't mean it. I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> so go to gophnx.com. I'm going to need that money because I may be paying alimony after this. <laughs> so go to gophnx.com. Sign up. If you sign up for a monthly subscription, you get that first month for 50 cents. You sign up for that annual membership, you're going to get a free shirt, and there are some fire shirts and some new ones coming. I can tell you well, that We just added a new one today. Yeah, we did. A Phoenix, uh, Arizona Cardinals yeah, one. Nice. And we're going to have a, a Suns one that uh, – uh, look out, Coyotes! We're coming for you. Is yes. all I'm going to say with this design. It's and going to be nasty. People going to want it. Can't people going to want that one. So yeah, head over to GoPHNX and read Gerald's stuff because mm-hmm. I get the privilege of reading it before anybody else does in most cases, uh, and it is it is spectacular. And uh, I also, don't just say that. we got we got to plug the social channels right here because mm-hmm. you know on PHNX you got to follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we drop content everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the only way you find out what, what's going on is if you subscribe. Yeah, and if you were following us, you would have known Cam Johnson was coming on, and you wouldn't have missed it. You could have seen it live mm-hmm. right here. Uh, gophnx.com is the website. The social handles at phnx underscore sports for the main one, at phnx underscore sons for us. And speaking of social handles, you can follow Lindsay at Lindsay Smith AZ. Uh, I don't know that it says Emmy Award winner in her bio, but we'll get that fixed. Yeah. Uh, we've got Saul Bookman, at Saul underscore Bookman. The underscore is there. I don't got anything today. Right? Oh, what? Because, uh, you know. I, I always I, look forward to those to see what, 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 what you have today. I, I don't have anything got today. I, I wasted yeah. it all on uh, only well, Cam. The underscore is there because <laughs> we're trying to make room for Cam to come down the lane. Oh, there, there, we go. Go. there we go. There we go. Nice. And at Gerald Borgay, it is not hacked. That is actually him. I am at Espo. <laughs> Thank you for watching us. We'll talk to you tomorrow. We got a we had a great episode coming up tomorrow. Audio only. Something special coming for you. So until next time, ahoy hoy.